better get started. And now, in a few moments, I shall push this start button and thereby release the most tremendous surge of power ever created by man. I forgot what I was supposed to say. When I'm looking for trouble, just files of fun. But we're all ready if you want to start. So just remember the, the kids are back. The kids are back. Oh, watch out. The kids are back. Hi, hello, Detroit sports haters, critics, skeptics, and... Fans, and welcome to episode five of the I Hate Detroit Sports podcast. I'm Carl Coffee. With me once again is my host Timmy Ike Anderson. How are you, Tim? Carl, I am sad. Okay, joining us once again is also another co-host. His name is Uncle Rob. How you doing, Uncle Rob? What up, folks? All right, Tim. You know, Carl. we're all from the great state of Michigan. Metro Detroit, Fago. What's your least favorite Fago flavor? Cotton candy. Mm, it's terrible. Yeah. Cool, Rob. What's your least favorite flavor? Um, I don't like grape. Yeah. Grape sucks. Uh, Diet Cola is mine. You know, I um, you can get all these, not the greatest flavors at the, what is it? Not Lidl, the other one. Aldi. Aldi? Yeah, you can get like Diet Cola. Easy answer. So, episode... Carl, do you remember where you're going to get Fago at Sheets? Yeah, I remember that. Episode 5, it's time for How a re- come... Well, hold on. How come we can't get Rock and Rye outside of Detroit? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You can get root beer. You can get root beer all day long. You can get Red Pop. No, I want fucking Rock and Rye. You know, Uncle Rob's been busy. He has been waking up at 4 in the morning, and now... His schedule's changed, so the show is back. He saved the show. It's time for a relaunch, episode 5. I have four random Detroit sports questions. And I'm thinking, how can we make the show successful? Quick, compact shows. And this first one that we're relaunching, I'm going to talk about all four Detroit sports topics. All four teams suck. Some suck more than others. It's true. And there's one who just started last month the Detroit Tigers remember when they were good oh goodness gracious you know they're talking and I saw that they have there's like five or six surefire Hall of Famers who are playing right now and three of them were once teammates Cabrera Verlander Scherzer isn't that depressing we never won with them anyways there's not much good to talk about Timmy but what's the least depressing thing about the current Detroit Tigers we can only go up from here Carl cheap Cheap answer. This is why we've been talking about replacing Timmy, you know, with a woman. You know. But Carl, what are you talking about? Because at least she'll sound hot. No, but you have to. You have to go a little bit deeper than that. I know I gave you three minutes to prep, but come on. No, I'm being serious. Like, this is one of the situations where, like, I'm glad my dad's not around anymore because this would probably kill him. This is terrible. Uncle Elsa has a job. I don't understand how he still has a job. We just let go of Franklin Perez. Like, how many like how many months is it before we flip Matt Boyd for four 18-year-old outfielders that we cut next week? Yeah. How long, Carl? People are saying that Verlander trade, like I said, first ballot Hall of Famer is probably the worst trade in 
Tiger's history. Uncle Rob, he's he's a uh, he's a well respected member of this show. Some call him the third banana, but I call him a friend. What's the least depressing thing about the current Tigers? Well, we can only go up from here. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. No. Um, I think the only thing that's least depressing about the Tigers right now is uh, Miguel Cabrera and what he can do for history for the next like year or two with the Tigers, oh, with uh, his hits, his home runs, um, and all that stuff. And uh, he's a good mentor for the team as an older guy and – you know, maybe uh, they'll bring Pujols in and uh, we can dominate next year. Oh, stop. Listen, <laughs> that answer's almost worse than Timmy's. I'm not That's even sure Earl. Cabrera will get to those marks the way he's playing. Like, why can Nelson Cruz play so good in his 40s? But Cabrera, who is way better, can't do Remember it. Remember that time Bartolo, Bartolo Colon hit a home run in San Diego? He was like 44. You guys need to sit down. Get close. I'll, I'll put on a fire and listen to the correct answer. Every five or six days, a guy named Casey Mize pitches. You know what? They have won, what, three in a row tonight? Uh, yeah. As of the 12th of uh, May? That's the, the correct answer is Casey Mize. So. No, because he's either A, going to get hurt because they're going to overwork no, him. And I think I said that uh, a few episodes ago. He's not going to play or, all year. He, he's he's going to pitch enough, and they'll shut him down. But anyways. They're not going to shut him down. Uh, Uncle Al's going to use the shit out of him. Stop. Stop. I, it was between that or A.J. Hinch. They got a good manager. They're just... Yeah. I hope Uncle Al can find some really cheap electron, remote, remote electronic chem units. Because that's the <laughs> only way this team's offense is going to improve, Carl. I hate you. We can find positive. I don't know if you guys, you guys noticed, but uh, Otel, uh, Altuve's batting average is now lower than him. <laughs> all right, so. Stupid. <laughs> even though all the teams stink, Timmy, there's positives. There's positives. And you cannot totally say, oh, man, I love the Lions coach. I love the Lions GM, but it's hard not to. They sucked me in pretty quick because they say the right thing. So focusing on the coach, Dan Campbell. Timmy Ike Anderson, this is a positive show. I'm not going to ask you why you think he sucks. Why is he not a loser? Why is he not Matt Patricia? Because he eats kneecaps, Carl. Mm. The man eats kneecaps. And you know what? I actually sent the Lions a tweet asking what kind of seasoning or rub they would like for the kneecaps. They never got back to me. Fair enough. What's your real answer? Uh, the the players have already like, uh, embraced him, ah, yes. and I think that says enough. Oh, dude, Patricia lost a locker room quick. He was trying to be like Belichick without the street cred. You have the correct answer. They don't have the weapons yet, but I think this this guy can make these players play above what we think they can do. Does that make any sense? Yeah. They're all pros. Every player in the NFL is good, right? At Theoretically. Some, at some point, yeah, talent gets you so far, but then coaching puts you over the top. Good answer. Tim, your first one you got a, a D, and this one you got a B plus. What about Uncle Rob? He, uh, a lot of people say he's the second or third best member of the show, but I I call him a good guy. What do you what do you say about Dan Campbell? Uh, why is Dan Campbell not a loser? Well, he is a loser. He played for the Lions. He was a loser with the Lions. And what makes you think that he's going to be our savior and grace to take us to the promised land with Goff? So 
he is a loser. I, I think everybody's living up to the hype or, you know, looking up to the hype of, oh, he's eating kneecaps with seasoning and he was a lion. He knows the locker room. He's a player's coach. We don't need a player's coach. We need a coach. We need somebody that's going to get this team into shape and not take their bullshit and make them perform to the level that they need to perform to bring a winner to the city of Detroit who desperately needs that. So, All right. Two good answers there. Well, I mean, I was, uh, there's nothing I could say that is any different from what you guys said. I'm ranking all the coaches. Uh, A.J. Hinch probably won. And even without playing a single game, Uncle Rob, I put Dan Campbell number two. I like the guy. Where are you putting Blashill at? Like seven? Because <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be on the list. Sometimes Uncle Rob comes in with a zinger, and it gets me to laugh. Like, that was a real laugh. So good job, seven. Good job. So listen, just like that, we're done with the Tigers and Lions. Uncle Rob says, he tells me all the time, no Pistons talk. But guess what? Their season's coming to an end, and they're in a good spot. They should have been tanking, Tim. Oh, nine. After that ended their six-year streak of six Easter Conference final appearances, they finally have been able to tank. Right now, they're probably going to have the second best odds at the number one pick. So, quick answer, because Pistons talk is boring. What pick could they get where you are be fine with? Carl, they, they need to get the number one overall pick. Oh, that's it. You 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 know. No no no. The the, the drop off in talent. Quite literally, the drop off in talent outside of the top two is so dramatic that you you they they need to draft well well for the first time ever. <laughs> you know, there. Carl, they need to. There's a lot they need to do, and it's it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, I'm not. That, I'm not an expert in funny. basketball. I, I read somewhere that there's three big names, so my quick answer is top three. Other, if you fall out top three, you're pretty screwed. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's what I was trying to allude to. Uh, Uncle Rob, are you gonna skip? No. Um, if the Pistons don't get number one, which they need to, um, they need at least they they could go as low as. Four in the hopes that somebody else is going to pick somebody else like we did when we picked Darko that one year <laughs> when we could have had Mello or whoever else, a Wade and all that, but we picked Darko. So let's hope if they don't get number one or two that somebody else makes some mistakes, picks, you know, somebody that should have been number three or number two, you know, they pick them, you know, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying. They just – uh, the Darko thing still pisses me off. Like, why would you pick Darko? Why? That was 18. The dude lives at a farm now, <laughs> and he's, like, in Serbia farming. Dwayne Wade going to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, Pistons. Yeah. That's why I don't like the Pistons. Fair. They need number one. If they don't get number one, and if they do get number one, they need somebody that's actually going to pick somebody that's going to be worthwhile for the long term of the club. Uncle Rob, go on mute. You're out of line here. The year after they dar- draft Darko, they won the championship, so calm down. Yeah, Darko didn't do shit. He didn't He's at to. the bench. Listen. No, but as a number one, imagine if he had Wade. They would have probably They wouldn't have even took Wade. They would have took Carmelo Anthony. He was the consensus number two guy. Well, he wasn't. Darko was. And then Dwayne, uh, well, Chris Bosh was, was picked before Dwayne Wade, too. So why are you saying Dwayne Wade? He was picked fifth. You don't know what you're talking well, about with Darko, basketball. Darko, second. 
Listen, Cade Cunningham, I looked it up. Oklahoma yep. State. Evan Mobley, USC, and then Jalen Green. He played in the G League. Those are the three guys. Top three. Listen, the worst pick they could get if they're not, it would be uh, fifth if they stay at the second best odds. <sighs> Pistons have not had good luck in the lottery. The year they got the second pick, it wasn't even theirs. They got it from the Grizzlies. So, you know, they got Grant Hill that one year. That was the last time they did anything in the lottery on their own. And that was when me and Paul, sorry, Uncle Rob, were in sixth grade. Sixth grade! That was Mr. Hammett's class. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hockey. Uncle Rob loves hockey. I remember back in the day, he'd go to Drink Saloon, and they score a goal. He gets a free shot, man. Uncle Rob is a, is a Red Wings fanatic. Hey, hey, hockey town. Not so much anymore. But let's talk Stevie Y. Many say he's the best thing in town. The best thing in town is not a player. He's not a coach. He's not an owner. He's a executive. So, Timmy, you first. Is there anyone in Detroit sports you love more than Stevie Y? Only you, Carl Coffey. Mm. Only you. Cue the music. Only you, Carl. Serious, serious question though. I mean, think about, it. think of all. The no, players. no. Think like, of all the there's, coaches. There's only Stevie Y. There's only Stevie Y. You know, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of the Red Wings question, and it came to my mind. It's like, you know, uh, maybe if Matt Stafford was still there, maybe if Cabrera was doing what he used to. Casey Mize is too young. It's Stevie Y, isn't it? And yeah. So, uh, what about Uncle Rob? What's he gonna say? Oh, hold on, I was muted. My bad. You're good. Uh, I love Stevie Y. Uh, I love what he did at the trade deadline. Um, got Panic, Verana, uh, and a first-round pick in the 21 uh, entry draft and a second-round pick in the 22 from the Capitals for Mantha. Awesome. And what I like about this is Panic, if you guys don't know, I live over here in Virginia Beach, but uh, it was a couple years ago, he actually scored the game-winning goal to send the Norfolk Admirals to the playoffs, which is awesome. So I love the moves that he's making. He's thinking about getting rid of some of the guys' contracts that are a little pricey and aren't really doing much. And then, you know, you look at somebody, you know, like, uh, I don't know, how do you say his name? Vrana? 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 Vrana, yeah. You know, he came over, he was in... You know, he was a good player with Washington, but he just didn't have the ice time. You throw him in Detroit and look at the ice time that he's getting and what he was doing. The Red Wings still suck because I think the Illiches uh, are not taking care of our teams like they should be, but that's another story. But I like the moves that Stevie Y is making. Uh, he's a he's a great executive. Look what he did in Tampa. You know, he took them from nothing to something, and they're still doing very well off of what he did when he was in charge. So, yeah, we struggled. Did that, did that answer your question, yeah, Carl? It's a great answer, and I knew, and and to be honest, though, it's a great question, right? No, that's good. I mean, everybody else, what do you want us to say? You want to say, oh, the LHs are the best for Detroit but, sports. Okay, it's they're a, not. It's a good question. It's great. It's also depressing because go to any other major sports town, and no one else would not name a player. It just wouldn't happen. Oh no, no, no! And you even go, if you you go to Washington right now, who are they going to say? Westbrook. Who else? I mean the the hockey. Scherzer. Player. Oh yeah, Scherzer. Yeah. Vetchkin. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you go to Detroit. I think, I think one Who's the best of... for Detroit sports right now? You're saying Steve Eiserman. That's what the I'm captain. saying. You make it. You Love make... him. And even like you go to a town like Boston, maybe they'd say Belichick for, and that's fine. We're saying a guy. Uh, you go to Boston, they're gonna say, "Oh, Bobby Orr." Well, current. Listen, <laughs> Wicked awesome. We're not going in the past. I'm just making a point. Yeah, Stevie Y was our captain for forever, so it's a little He's bit different. He's back home where he belongs. But we just named a GM as the most loved Detroit sports person. Well, we have a we have a personal connection with it. Yeah, yeah, we grew up with him as our captain. You know, when did he get drafted? What was it? Eighty? Was it eighty four? It's close to when we 85? were born. Yeah, we're babies. His rookie card was eighty forty five. Two eighty three, somewhere around there. We were born when he was drafted by the Red Wings. We grew up with Steve Eiserman as our captain. So he comes back. And he's doing all this crazy shenanigans that you're like, whoa, Kenny Holland would never do something oh, this crazy. You know, uh, who was the other guy before Holland? What was his name? Uh, D- uh, Delvecchio, or is it Delvecchio? Jimmy D. He was doing some crazy stuff, too. Oh, I think Eiserman's pulling a Jimmy D right now. Oh. Have you seen The Russian Five? I get it. It's a good movie. I like it. Did you guys see the... Uh... The three, the uh, the all black lightning line. The what? Yeah, the the lightning played an all black line for the first time in NHL history last night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on uh, ESPN today. It was a uh, starting forwards. Yeah, that's what the line is. Well, Timmy, Sumnerve, Anderson, Uncle, Stinkstar, Rob. It's great to be back. This show. It's like we never skipped a beat. Quick and to the point. Anytime you guys want to record. Hey, is this going to be more than like, you know, like once every six months or are we doing something that's going to be at least monthly or maybe more? Yeah, I mean, listen, the hiatus was we're not, we're not going to, we're just busy guys, all of us. Put, I'll put blame on me. I was getting up at four o'clock in the morning and I had to go to bed at like eight o'clock. I mean, listen. I'll, I'll, uh, to our faithful four listeners, I'm sorry. This is my fault. No, you're fine. We do. Uh, we put it out on Anchor, but it also pops up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We'll try to knock out monthly, but Uncle Rob is free. He is. He's the glue. People. People tell me all the time. Without Uncle Rob, there'd only be two other people talking. So he is. Hey, lost. Carl. I got one. I got one question for you and Timmy. Oh. So Timmy, best yep. bagel flavor. That's a There's question. only Rock and Rye. Yeah. Dumb Carl. Question. Rock and Rye, and then you know, Red Pop is a. Is two, but it's not even close. Rock and Rye is a runaway. Runaway. All right, that's three for Rock and Rye. Just want to make sure that we're all on the same page here. Now we can continue to do this show because I feel like I have a connection with both of you. Well, four. Timmy Ike Anderson, Uncle Rob, Carl Guy. We'll talk to you next time for episode six when we talk about something that will sure go the press to Detroit sports masses. Stay safe out there. See you.